Hello, hello everyone, and welcome. I'm your host, Ariane. I'm a tarot reader, an astrologer, and a psychosynthesis life coach, and you are currently listening to the 12th episode of the Neptunian Serenity podcast. In today's episode, we'll be doing a tarot reading, especially for the sign of Aquarius, Sun, Moon, Rising, and the theme of this reading will be a message from your ancestors. So I will be pulling and delivering a message directly channeled from your ancestors to you today, Aquarius. So welcome. I hope you're well. Thank you for being here. Your ancestors are excited to speak to you. <laughs> wow, it's rare that something comes through already in uh, the intro. So okay, I feel like this is going to be an exciting um, energy to work with. Awesome. So as I said, this is for Aquarius Sun Moon Rising. I am doing an entire series of these, so uh, you're probably you probably can see on the podcast I'm doing an episode and a reading like this on the, on the theme of message from your ancestors for every single zodiac sign. So feel free to watch your other ones, right? Your other signs from your big three. And um, as I said, you know, regardless of where you have, you know, whether you're Aquarius Sun, Moon, or Rising, maybe multiple of those. Um, you know, this should resonate because that's the intention behind it. But I will say, you know, that for this, if you weren't planning on listening to your moon sign for this specific series because of the theme, I think that would probably be the one that would resonate the most and maybe be the most insightful for you. But obviously do as uh, do as you want and it should still resonate, as I said. So, okay, so what else do I want to say? Uh, before we get into it. Right, okay, so when I talk about ancestors, what I mean by that is, of course, people from your lineage, either very, very far away, or maybe close, you know, recent past kind of thing, who have passed away. So people who have been human, have lived a human life, have incarnated here on earth uh, at some point or another, uh, and are part of your um, lineage and who have passed on. And when they have passed on, they have kept their soul, but they left their human ego and their physical body behind, of course, meaning that now they are, they have become like a spiritual entity who has this higher understanding, wisdom, and perspective that we humans don't necessarily have, and they are connected always to the energy of unconditional love, and we are as well, of course, but we can get, we can get kind of blinded from or by our ego or our logical mind sometimes, uh, so that's kind of the purpose and why it can be great to kind of talk to your ancestors, talk to your spirit guides, you know, our ancestors typically, uh, you know, really love us and want to help us and are watching over us, um, even if it's people that we didn't personally know, um, they are out there to um, help us, so that's the kind of message, hopefully very supportive, that we're going to get for you today, and um, yeah, I think, okay, that was a quick intro, I think I've, I mean, compared to the other signs, maybe you don't think it's quick, maybe you're impatient, you're excited to get into it, um, and I will indulge you, because I think I've said everything I wanted to say before we get into it, so I'm going to shuffle a few cards, prepare your uh, the decks I'm going to use, and we will get straight into it. So let's get into your reading. I remember the one thing that I forgot to say in the in your intro, and that's probably why it was shorter. But all that was is that, uh, well, as I mentioned at the beginning, I'm a, I'm doing the entire series, meaning ma- making like 
a reading for every single zodiac sign on this topic and uh, these kinds of series I will keep them going last month I did my first one on my youtube channel because I didn't have the uh, podcast yet my youtube channel is also at Neptunian Serenity and I did a love reading series in honor of Libra season and then this month November I've been doing a message for my ancestors series in honor of uh, Scorpio season now by the time that we're recording the last few episodes it's Sagittarius season but that's okay we can always still speak to our ancestors anyway and I absolutely believe that everything is happening the way it's meant to be so maybe there is going to be a bit more of a Sagittarius flare energy to your reading if so you know I guess that was meant to be and uh yeah so after you I only have Pisces left to do for the series and then I'm gonna keep on going and make a new series in honor of Sagittarius season uh the actual topic I haven't I have some ideas I haven't fully decided yet so if you like the way that I read if you like uh if this reading resonates then make sure to follow the podcast to get more from me and so you can uh kind of know what I'm doing and what kind of readings I'm putting out and be the first one to know so okay um for your reading we are starting with oracle cards I pre-pulled three oracle cards for you here they are face down so I haven't seen them either um they are from the moonology oracle and what we are going to do is that we're going to reveal them one by one, discover them together, uh, start from there, see what message your ancestors have uh, to start with. And then after that, after we're done with them, uh, or after we have talked about them, we will pull some, well, I will pull some tarot cards and we'll get more into the details and the depths of your reading. Okay, sounds good. Um, if no, well, you can't really tell me because you're listening to a podcast. <laughs> and okay I'm gonna stop being silly about that we are going to reveal your first card together let's do it okay we have the new moon in Pisces and it says meditate and contemplate but it's actually in reverse which is making me think that um maybe you have been kind of meditating and contemplating for some time now and it's actually more so time for you to start taking action now um i'm very curious let's reveal your second card to see if it goes in kind of like the same direction or not okay we have the full moon in virgo you are good enough again in reverse obviously it being in reverse doesn't mean that you are not good enough um Maybe you've been in some kind... First of all, the first thing I'm noticing here is that we have the uh, polarity here of Virgo and Pisces, right? Because on the zodiac wheel, they are opposite signs. So we, sat, we see that playing out. And what they have in common at their core is that they want to help the world uh, become better, improve, have a better life, and uh, heal. Okay, so maybe that's a relevant theme for you here. Maybe you have Pisces and Virgo placements. I don't know. Uh, it could be in one of in in your angles axis, right? If you're like a Pisces or a Virgo rising, then you have your descendant in the other sign, uh, and there's also a polar a, pol a polarity axis in the icy and the mid heaven. Um, so maybe that po that polarity between those two signs is relevant to you in that way as well. Or maybe your north nodes as well, your lunar nodes as well. If you have your your north node in either Pisces or Virgo, then your south node will be in the other sign, and that's another place where it's really interesting if you dig into your own chart to like study that polarity a bit more. Um, 
yeah okay interesting um i feel like i was gonna say something else i don't remember okay let's just reveal your third card then if it's you know when i forget things like that like it happens during readings and if if it's important you need to hear it then i'll remember it because spirit will like make sure that i remember it but like i don't feel like it was you know it's fine oh look at that <laughs> we have full moon and pisces now the other pisces card of the deck oh my god how crazy that's so funny and this one is upright actually and it says balance spirituality and practicality okay interesting hmm so it's not that you're meant to leave behind this pisces energy it's that you are kind of being asked to um adapt it a bit to this new phase of your life is what i'm hearing okay interesting um like how can you both have your practical 3d life and also have your spirituality be a part of that or make space for your spirituality within that because there can be a balance here you don't have to choose one or the other it's like you don't yeah okay it's like you don't have to choose between being someone who i don't know doesn't have a conventional job and who is just like going to a bunch of meditation retreats on the mountain and just talking about chakras all the time and that kind of thing there's nothing wrong with that okay but i'm just giving some more extreme examples on both sides you don't have to choose between that or on the other side just having a very conventional i don't know nine to five corporate job uh not remote <laughs> in an office uh where you're just doing soulless work okay it's like you don't have to choose one or the other that is definitely like uh, two extreme expressions of the uh pisces virgo polarity in astrology that can definitely be it right the virgo one being more about work and the pisces one being more about um about like the meditation thing uh it's like you don't have to pick one or the other uh because there is a way to if you genuinely want to like not have a conventional job and go on a bunch of meditation retreats on the top of a mountain that's fine but you can like how can you stay grounded how can you still make sure that you do your chores in your house and that you do you know your grocery shopping and all those you know health checkups all those little practical things actually things that are very virgo based um and if you are kind of like in a cubicle like 40 hours a week how can you bring some soul into that how can you bring some meaning into that um and how can you kind of still be connected spiritually uh, to the energy of unconditional love while still being doing that right because that it's more uh connecting to pisces as well um wow okay very very interesting fascinating i love talking about polarity in astrology i think it's one of the most fascinating insightful helpful things about astrology is studying polarity um i definitely personally recommend if you are kind of more of a beginner blah, 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 how did i say that beginner beginner in your study of astrology if you're kind of starting out and you're interested in diving deeper into it um i really think you know when people first learn astrology they should learn about the signs kind of in pairs with their opposite sign their sister sign um because i think it just brings so much more insight and understanding of like how each of them work individually when you see the connection to the other as well um interesting and yes absolutely you could have pisces and or virgo placements but if you don't because i know this is a reading for aquarius 
if you don't, that's not necessarily the point. The point is that, like, well, first of all, we all have every single zodiac sign within us, okay? That's, like, a fact. Even if you don't have any planets there, you know, we all have the entire zodiac wheel. Uh, so we can all tap into all those signs' energies, okay? It's just that we have different levels of it. Of course, if you have, like, multiple placements in one sign, then you have, like, kind of, like, a higher... It's as if we have like a pie chart, right? Like you have a higher proportion in that sign, but it's not like you can never experience a, a sign that you don't have any planets in, okay? Um, yeah, so even if you don't have any signs there, you know, this is just saying like those kinds of themes here are what's relevant for you in your life right now, okay? And that's, you know, it happens sometimes like when I was doing, because we're talking about signs as archetypes, essentially, not like as people, not as like necessarily placements. Um, like I think in the cancer reading that I did, I talked like what was coming through was the Leo archetype. So I talked about the Leo archetype for such a long time. And then um, one time I was doing, that was back on YouTube, I think, a Virgo reading. And what was coming through was a lot of talk about the polarity between Taurus and Scorpio. So, you know, it's just, it comes through sometimes like that. And, um, you know. You, the person with Aquarius placements or an Aquarius placement listening to this, is what you're meant to hear right now from uh, your ancestors. So fascinating. And also, oh yeah, I remember what I wanted to say earlier is that, and wow, that makes so much sense. Um, when I, you know, during that little interlude between the intro and here, I prepared all your decks and then I pre-pulled those three cards. And when I prepare a deck before I do a reading, I do that before every single reading that I do, whether for other people or for me or whatever, um, I take the deck out and then I split the deck in half. And then I kind of, uh, how do you say that? You know, like shuffle the card together, kind of mix them up together. And, you know, just do what I need to do to kind of clear out the energy from the uh, from the last reading, make sure that it's all nice and clean and ready for this, for the new reading that I'm doing. Um, and sometimes when I split the deck in half, then I, I like peek a card that like stands out and I'm like, oh, and sometimes that card does come out when I do the reading. Sometimes it doesn't, but it is often kind of a message of like those kind of themes might be relevant to the reading you're about to do. And something just insane happened, um, which is why I'm explaining all of this to you. It's that I have, I pulled two tarot decks for you today and when I split the deck, to pre-shuffle them, for both of them, I split the deck at the same card. And I literally, I literally gasped. That has never happened to me in the entire time I have read tarot. Like, I, that has never happened to me. I was just shocked, flabbergasted, everything, right? Include every single synonym of shocked. I was, I was it. Um, and the card was the High Priestess. Which, well, it's not necessarily, it's... Yeah, it's associated with the moon in, um, technically, which is not silly, you know, it's ruled by Cancer, not Pisces, but to, for me, I don't know, maybe it's just because I have a Pisces moon, <laughs> um, but, like, I always associate High Priestess energy to very, like, Piscean energy, Pisces energy, um, so the fact that you have two Pisces cards and I split the deck to the High Priestess twice, um, I mean, that is insane. That is crazy. Maybe you've been just expanding your spiritual gifts and your psychic gifts a lot recently. Like, yeah, wow, okay. Fascinating. <laughs> okay, so... 
now I feel ready to start pulling from the tarot. So we're going to, yeah, we're going to go with this one. Okay, we're going to start with the Rider Waite, who's one of the two that I have pulled for you today. Um, so, Spirit, can you, okay, already one card. From, okay, well, the cards are coming out very easily here. Aquarius's Ancestors, can you please come through these cards and tell us, what does Aquarius need to know here today? Okay. What does Aquarius need to know, please? There's so many cards that are coming out. What the hell? It's like I'm almost upset at how quickly they're coming out. Oh, that's weird. Maybe, oh. <laughs> Maybe, oh, okay. I feel like I, the reason I said that is because you're feeling like that about your life right now. Things are like picking up the pace and you're like almost pissed off. Like you were chilling and you felt good about that. Um, And now things are like starting to pick up the pace again and you're like, Ugh. I'm almost, you know, it's cool. Yeah, listen, I just split the deck twice randomly now and I just saw four ones and then the sun. So it's like, it's it's good things, it ha it's happy things. You feel happy about it. But it's almost, like, it's like a lot at the same time. And you're like, whoa. Like, can you, <laughs> just split the deck to the Knight of Cups. Like, can you ever be, like, too happy? Um, <laughs> is what you're kind of asking. Or can you ever want happiness to slow down? Kind of. <laughs> uh, okay, interesting. <laughs> okay. Um, so let me tell you which cards I have. Um, if you want to see your cards, by the way, um, after I record an episode, I always take a video of the spread on my phone and then I uh, upload it as, well, I make it into a reel and upload it on my Instagram at Neptune and Dance Serenity, link in the description of the episode, and then I put it in a highlight on my profile called podcast. So if you ever want to see your cards, go look at that uh, so you can see them if you want to. But okay, let me just tell you which cards you've got here. You have uh, Strength at the bottom of the deck. Then you have the Six of Cups, clarified by the Page of Swords in reverse. You have the Page of Wands in reverse, which was the first card that came through actually, clarified by the Eight of Cups in reverse. You have the Knight of Pentacles in reverse, clarified by the Ten of Wands in reverse. And then you have the Two of Cups in Reverse, clarified by the Four of Swords. And lastly, the Seven of Swords in Reverse. So yes, you do have a lot of reversals here. It's not bad, okay? Like, I don't... Every time I pull a reading with a bunch of re reversals, I feel like I have to say that because I know a lot of people think that or, I don't know, a lot of people are scared of that. Um, no, it's not necessarily that way. I, I do take reversals in my readings, obviously, but I just interpret them very intuitively like every time as to why they, they are reversed. It can mean many different things to me. It's not necessarily that it's the opposite meaning of the card or anything like that. Um, yeah, that doesn't necessarily mean that to me. Um, yes, okay. So you're up, your only upright cards are the Six of Cups, the Four of Swords, and at the bottom of the deck, Strength. Um, yeah, I think you, yeah, that really confirms the fact that, like, I think you've been chilling. 
you have been chilling for some time and there's nothing wrong with that um and you know chilling whatever word you want to use like resting replenishing recovering healing you know all those are relevant i wasn't being like oh you're just chilling as in like you're just i don't know like <laughs> maybe for you there's like a neg- negative connotation associated to that word or that that's not what i was i don't personally have that you know i do think there was some depth and some meaning and purpose behind you chilling to say to use that word again <laughs> um yeah, and that was definitely aligned for you at some time. Um, maybe you, yeah, maybe you did like get injured or get, I don't know, burnt out or something. That could, it could have been like forced kind of uh, chilling, <laughs> if we want to continue using that word, kind of a kind of like forced chilling because like it was like a health thing. Um, and then you had to be, like, in remission, oh, remission, okay, or a recovery, something like that, um, and maybe at at first you fought it, at first your ego was like, no, (laughs) is what I'm getting, but then the thing is, and, you know, at first it could have been really challenging, really difficult, really confronting, confronting, anyway, um, for many different reasons, and then you had to do some inner work about that, and then you did, and then now you finally, like, got to a point where you were, like, comfortable within that, and then now you feel like you're being called to change that again, and you're like, for fuck's sake, (laughs) like, I was just getting comfortable, right, but then I just thought about, like, and oh my god, like, I don't think I've ever gotten her I never, like, I just thought about Nanny McPhee, is that what she's called? Nanny McPhee? Um, when she says, I love those movies as a kid. It came out when I was a kid. Anyway, um, and she says, I'm paraphrasing, paraphrasing it, but she says something like, uh, when you, oh yeah, that was it. When you don't want me, but you need me, I must stay. But when you don't, when you want me, but you don't need me, then I must go. Oh, isn't that sweet? That is so wise. And I think that's exactly what's happening here. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's, yeah. Mm. I I don't know. When I said it, I was like, after I was like, oh, you know, silly Nanny McPhee movie. Ha ha ha. And then when I said it, it felt, I felt, I felt like such a reverence about that. I was like, oh, I felt like I needed to just stay silent and just like absorb this like, you know words of wisdom i was like ooh, like okay nanny mcphee like hit us with it um (laughs) um that is such a good movie i need to rewatch it maybe you maybe you do too if you've never if you've never seen nanny mcphee oh my god i think there's two movies but if regardless which one it is doesn't really matter if you've never seen nanny mcphee go watch it it's it's really fun it's really great you know it's a kids movie so it's kind of it's lighthearted it's lighthearted but it's very funny and very endearing and clearly there's some freaking wisdom and morale about it because you know oh my god i just flipped the deck to the higher font okay is nanny mcphee one of your spiritual guys <laughs> i'm just kidding 
obviously she's I mean I don't know if you feel genuine love and connected to Nanny McPhee I'm not gonna make fun of you uh for that maybe she is I was just laughing because it just felt silly when I said it I kind of said it as a joke but maybe it's not a joke whatever okay let's leave Nanny McPhee alone now let's leave you know and let's get back to our business here <laughs> yeah because yeah see inner child with the six of cups that that's it for sure maybe yeah i think yeah definitely watch nanny mcphee if you've never watched it even if you've watched it like rewatch it because i feel like that would be really soothing and fun for your inner child to watch because maybe you personally needed a nanny mcphee and in, in your childhood and you just you know didn't get the chance to have you know her visiting you um she's almost like a garden angel kind of thing um <laughs> showing tough love when it's needed right um okay so what else do i want to say about that oh oh okay so okay with all of these reversed cards here i think that during this period of chilling <laughs> if you may um some one of the reasons why it was so comforting comforting i wanted to say comfortable oh well comforting too then if i said that interesting reason why it was so comforting and comfortable for you uh when you made peace with that eventually is that you kind of use it as an excuse to not deal with your other ongoing problems and i'm not attacking you you know also that's what your ancestors are saying it's like that was okay at the moment but i think that you know there could be something like like i don't know you got injured or got like burnt out at work or something and then you got like a sick leave and then now you have or you feel ready to go back or you have to go back and it's like you know beyond the 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 the, the, like mental or physical health matter it's like oh well there's a lot of stuff it's like emotionally charged psychologically charged to go back to work and talk to more people and if i have this colleague i don't get along with and i have to confront them again to talk to them again and if i have like i don't know like something uncomfortable i want to ask my boss then i have to have that conversation you know all those kinds of kind of more uncomfortable challenging things that you could have you could more easily avoid by kind of being more reclusive some of you i am getting literally kind of stayed at home for some like a long time and kind of really didn't see many people or talk to many people and now it's kind of like that's why i feel so emotionally charged to go back into the world yeah but I think you're definitely making out worse than what it really is or what it really will be because that's the thing. You've gotten too used to being in your little cocoon and your little shell. And that's exactly why you need to kind of go back into the world right now. Uh, because if you stayed more, your fear and anxiety and stress would get just so much worse. And it's like, well, you're not meant to become like uh, you know, completely isolated from the world either. Like That wouldn't be good um become an island kind of thing does that make sense you know like the metaphor of like we're all our own beings but we all need to kind of communicate with each other uh so if you're if you're an island with no bridges to the rest of the world then you're isolated and that's not good um i don't know why that came to me the island thing um maybe you live on an island i don't know if yes take that as extra confirmation um 
Okay, interesting. I feel like I want to get more cards, and I actually feel like I want to use a deck I didn't originally pull out, because I just, when I started doing the actual reading, I just kept, it was as if it was winking at me or something, obviously it's not literally, but I just kept seeing it in the corner of my eye, and I was like, yep, you're gonna use me, yep, I'm here, <laughs> I need to come through, so, okay, 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 fine then uh so you're gonna have to bear with me with like for like a minute as i get it out of the box and get it ready and all that kind of stuff um so this is the fountain tarot and when can i where can i shuffle my cards here hold on there's a very nice silver foil on the side of the cards see that's what i do the thing i could <laughs> didn't know the word for earlier when I prepare the deck. Sorry for the noise. Um, okay, so Aquarius's ancestors, what do you have to say to them as they come back into the world, right? What kind of advice about that do you have? Oh, how can you um, support them? That kind of thing. There's definitely something about like ego clashes of the past that need to be left behind. Interesting. Okay. So at the bottom of the deck, we have the King of Cups in reverse. Oh, we have the Lovers at the top. Okay. Um, we have the Knight of Cups in reverse, the Six of Wands in reverse, the Nine of Coins in reverse, and the Queen of Coins upright okay great so that queen of coins energy is definitely what you want to kind of channel and be into that kind of energy and obviously i know what the queen of pentacles means in the tarot but i feel called to just straight up read it from the booklet so that it's not distorted at all from like the original intended meaning from the specific deck okay so listen to this closely this is the energy that your ancestors want you to kind of embody and tap into as you kind of go back to work or to the world or you know, whatever it is exactly for you, and that is going to be aligned and helpful for you and during this time. And why the hell did I open the booklet on Queen of Swords? No, that's not what I want. Queen of Coins, please. Okay, great. Generous Dedication, that is the title. The Queen of Coins is a self-confident, sensual woman surrounded by lush, natural beauty. Over time, she has crafted and refined her environment, making it her own. As a nurturing and protective guardian of the physical world, she loves beauty, but only if it plays a functional role in her life and the lives of those she loves. Her counsel comes from a place of true compassion. Trust in your own abilities and embrace your unique way of being in this world. Meaning, generosity, financial security, safe and sound, luxury, self-confidence, resourcefulness, dedication to family. There you go. So, hopefully that was help. Hopefully that was help helpful. Yes. Um. Yes. Okay. So, staying down to earth and being generous of spirit, essentially. And also, you know, uh, taking, care of, taking care of your finances, if there's anything like that you need to take care of, or if there's anything like 
a need to be extra responsible or extra, I don't know, make a new budget or or the opposite. If you're usually like very tight on budget or something and then you never treat yourself, then yes, treating yourself, right? And in, in the right moderation. That is a way of being um spending of having a healthy relationship with money. If you never treat yourself, if you never spend more than what you really really need that you don't really have a fully healthy relationship with money um beautiful yeah and queen of coins is a very poised and composed energy she's not the queen of wands she's not the queen of swords she's you know the queen of wands can get very fiery very passionate can be very confrontational can be very kind of uh loud and you know that's not necessarily an issue depending on how that loudness is used but that's not what you're meant to do right now because that's not the card that came through and the queen of swords would be one that is very outspoken very um uh very stern and very kind of authoritarian um and cares a lot about communication and what is being said and how it's being said and very much needs to put her her own word and her own opinion in at all costs, regardless of other people's emotions. And the Queen of Cups is very much driven by her, driven by her own um, emotions, and much so, more so acts upon her uh, emotions, and it's more kind of caring and 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 a bit more passive, which does not mean weak, but okay. So those are not the queens that we pulled. We pulled the Queen of Coins for for you, the Queen of Pentacles. Uh, she is strong. She's stable. And she is not moved easily, both like literally and also emotionally. In the sense that obviously it's good to have emotions, good to be in touch with them. But like, think things through, you know, have that balance as we said again. Like have that balance between your mind and your heart, your practical life and your spiritual life, your emotional life. And then, you know, welcome your emotions and your thoughts without being controlled by them. And don't act rashly and recklessly and impulsively the way that it... Oh my god. That was... Okay. Isn't it nice? I was going to say like a queen of wands would do. Like don't act rashly and impulsively and recklessly and intense. Because you probably heard that. That was just my washing machine. I'm sorry, guys. Um, It's fine. Uh, Sometimes it just kind of... It is currently working, of course. And sometimes it moves for some reason. I don't know why. <sighs> okay that like scared me oh my gosh because <laughs> it like because it's so quiet here so i was like so peaceful and calm and then suddenly boom oh hey maybe other people are going to be like that <laughs> like boom i'm gonna be like really intense and it's like you're meant to just you know if that happens or if you're any caught up in any kind of argument or someone's being very emotionally immature or something like don't even engage essentially i think in the past maybe you have um, I think you have liked to be, be right. And the fact that I opened the booklet to Queen of Swords instead of Queen of Pentacles, um, and it's not like I, oh, I opened it and I was on that page. It's like I flipped the, through the pages and I was like, I stopped because I thought I was at the right page. And I was like, oh, wait, no, that's Queen of Swords, not Queen of Pentacles. What the hell? Uh, Queen of Swords could be more so a kind of your natural energy and more so your go-to. Um, especially like in the past before this uh, phase of your life of chilling. Um, so let's read the Queen of Swords to see if you recognize yourself in that. Okay, Sharp Grace is the title. The Queen of Swords has seen it all, knows it all, 
and unfortunately has suffered more than her share of sorrow. Fiercely devoted to those she loves, she will nurture ideas and conversations with crystal clarity, using reliable facts and candid, if not harsh, honesty. Careful to protect herself, she is not known for her warmth, but if it's answers you seek, she is the one to solve them. Don't waste her time or betray her, she will coolly cut you down, with poise and a smile. And the upright meaning, great wisdom, distilled from joy and sorrow, power and grace, self-reliance, strict discipline, short-lived happiness, a harsh truth, guarded strength. When this energy is in reverse, meaning more distorted, it's intelligence used cruelly, intolerance, pettiness, a gossip, deception, argumentativeness. So I think you were definitely in that energy before and you know, no judgment, that's okay. It's okay to realize that, you know, we have flaws first of all on what those flaws are and to realize that in the past we didn't really act for the best um, and maybe we, you know, we can forgive ourselves for that but we can also decide to act differently if that situation ever present itself again. Because mm? I think that's the point here. And I'm specifically getting, um, for some of you, like a, um, some kind of, uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Some kind of argument, not an argument, but a, you know, because an argument refers to like one time thing, a kind of little, oh my God, what the hell? Ah, so annoyed. Um... But some kind of fight with like a coworker, or who, maybe a coworker, or just whatever this place that you're going back to that you haven't been in for a while. So there's someone there that you kind of had this rivalry with. See, that's a, that's a synonym that can I can use. This rivalry with it could have been just kind of for fun, right? Like just kind of banter, and you don't you don't really care about it. But I think it could also have been genuinely. Like, oh my god, this I fucking hate this person kind of thing. <laughs> or like they genuinely really piss me off. They genuinely really annoy me. And I think that you I think it was mutual. I think that you both thought you were better than one another, or you were smarter than one another, or you were more right than one another, or if it was the job and you had the same job, you maybe you were competitive because you were like, I'm better at my job than them, you know, especially if it was some kind of like um thing where you know for, I don't know if, if you worked in sales for example and then you would have like the competition of like okay who's going to make the most sales this week like who's going to be the best seller this week um but I think sometimes it this you know when I as I said that kind of situation is not always a bad thing or it's not always unhealthy if you keep it to a certain limit but I think there was a limits crossed probably on both sides uh even if it was unspoken I think you'd I think you did genuinely think you were superior to them as a person and reduce them to the parts of them that annoy you. Um, and that is kind of like your ancestors' account telling you like to kind of leave that behind as you go back and to not really engage in that kind of um, history and energy anymore, right? With the Six of Wands in reverse is what I'm getting is like to just lose the need to be right, period. Like in this situation, but also all the t all the time. I think like you do have that desire to be right all the time, and sometimes you will really fight for it. Sometimes you will you will really argue for it with people, in a way where it's like you will say really mean things, or you will insult pe insult people, or you will just like 
put like a really dark and well, not really dark is not the right word because dark, darkness is not bad but you will put like a really just kind of ugly energy in a room where it's like that wasn't even the point but you couldn't let it go and you have to argue it out and put that kind of energy there and then when you leave everyone's mood is like ruined because you didn't really care about that you care about being right you cared about the facts and you know again moderately that's not necessarily a bad thing but you know we have clear indication here that like it was a bad thing sometimes that you were doing it in a way that was not cool that was unhelpful for both you and other people and your ancestors want to encourage you to just be the bigger person even if other people want to try to get at you or come at you or if the specific person that we talked about wants to continue that kind of stuff like you have changed you're somewhere completely different now uh, you have become a different person, you have grown, you know, you have evolved, you have gained a new, I think you've gained a new level, of, you know, you could have been hyper-focused on the logical mind before all of this, and, you know, it's not that surprising, you're Aquarius, you're an air sign, you know, but the thing is, you weren't so connected to your body and your emotions, and now through this and maybe that's why whatever happened happened okay to kind of force you to kind of go back within yourself and have some time to rest and recover and explore who you are and have to have emotions that are so strong that you have no choice but to confront them i think that you've gotten to know yourself better you've become more self-aware you've become more mature more connected to yourself more emotionally intelligent um and now i don't think that you necessarily and that's why you didn't get the queen of swords and you got the queen of pentacles instead i think that you're more balanced in regards to all of those sides of yourself right the the mind the body and this and the soul um i wanted to say emotions but yes soul of course um yes so now it's like there are some situations where you understand that like the point is not to argue about who's right or who's wrong or you understand that like you need to be considerate for other people's emotions sometimes and instead of just always saying the truth because sometimes that's not helpful um and that kind of thing so i think you know some people might expect you to be the same person that you were before and you're not and that's okay and you're gonna have to just show it to them or just tell people like actually no like can you stop doing that like i don't want to engage in that kind of thing or i'm not interested in that anymore um yeah wow i mean grown energy that's what the queen of pentacles is about right you you're really a lot more um grown now you've really matured a lot and that's a really beautiful thing and you know i mean that makes a lot of sense too because uh well this reading is timeless of course you could be listening to this anytime maybe in like 10 years i don't know i mean i don't know if spotify will still be around by then who knows but um <laughs> um as i'm recording this right saturn is currently in aquarius and uh, it's almost ending its uh, transit in Aquarius because Saturn stays in a sign for about like two years and a half. It's been in Aquarius since uh, December 2020 and it will leave Aquarius and enter Pisces next in um, March 2023. And I'm recording this in November 2022. So um, I think this is probably directly connected to whichever planet or planets you have in Aquarius, uh, placements that you have in Aquarius, like Saturn made a transit over it at some point or will, but I think it already has. And it does have that effect sometimes, you know, it can be very challenging place, like transit of Saturn, but um, Saturn makes us grow and makes us mature. Yeah, mm -hmm. so that makes a lot of sense. Um, okay, wow. 
Is there anything else? Um, what do I want to use now? Which deck? Okay, this one. Is there anything else Aquarius needs to hear? Yeah, I knew there was something else. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, very interesting. So what should they do about that then? Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. Okay, sorry. Um, So I pulled some more cards from the Fountain Tarot again. I got the Three of Pentacles in reverse, or the Three of Coins, and then the Nine of Wands and the Five of Swords. Um, I really feel like most of you are going back to work, so that's why I keep going back to, to this, but um, maybe it's not right adapted to your situation, even if I keep saying work. Um, there's going to be an issue, probably, with teamwork. There's something about you know, with the Three of Pentacles upright is about collaboration and um, also about recognition. And the thing is, with this in reverse, and then the Nine of Wands and the Five of Swords are both really challenging uh, cards. You could go back there and there's something just wild happening that is, like, unrelated to you. And it's like, I think some there, there's going to be other people who are very deep in their ego, deeply impacted and controlled by their ego by their thoughts or by their feelings and very much acting from their shadow and that's gonna be like whoa to you because you're so not there anymore i mean i don't know i don't even really think that you were fully in that kind of energy that's more intense you could be kind of you know you go back and then you're being told like um to um um kind of do like a team project with someone else or you get like put into like some kind of work team that's already been formed and there's already been stuff going on then you kind of get thrown into it into the mix in the middle of it and there's a lot of shitty ugly weird things happening there the energy is not right there's other people stuck in ego and shadow, and shadow stuff as i said and don't try like you know for, we already clarified like don't you know lower yourself to that level i don't think you'd even want to with those people or that person but also, like, if you can't collaborate with that person, that's okay. Like, you don't have to try. You don't have to force it. You don't have to betray yourself for that. Um, and then I split the, the other deck, the Rider Waite, that I have here randomly to kind of see... Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. Um, like, what would be some advice for you in regards to the situation? Like, what do you need to do? Or how do you need to show up in that um, that kind of situation? And I got... I split the deck twice. Okay, and I got... Oh, my God. The Three of Pentacles in reverse again. Are you kidding? And the High Priestess underneath it. Okay, hello. And the Lovers, which we had again. Okay, 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 wow. But, sorry, I got the Seven of Wands and the Ace of Swords. Seven of Wands is a very assertive card, okay? Oh, you might go back and actually be um, um, assigned like a work team and you're actually the boss or you're the, the leader or the manager or something like that. Um, or you're meant to oversee the project, um, and these people are just, I just put the deck Queen of Pentacles again, great, um, keep your composure, first of all, and then assert yourself, right, with just the right amount of aggressivity and, you know, and, and, and strength, you know, no need to be tyrannical or domineering either, but speak your truth with the Ace of Swords, be mature, be the bigger person, speak your truth, assert yourself assert your authority if you're meant to be in a position of authority with those people because like they it's not about you 
chattering to them or being like, oh, I have compassion for you. You can, of course. And if you do, that's great. That's awesome. That's just a show of your own emotional maturity. But like if you say that to those people or that person, like that's not going to help. Just assert yourself. Be clear. Have boundaries with this person or these people. Okay. Or if you're, you know, if you're in a position of authority, like just being like, this is what I expect of you, or these are the rules. And if you don't like abide by them, like I'm going to have to like send you away, or we're going to have to like shut down the project or, you know, switch it out because like you're not fit for this or, you know, or if you have to collaborate with them, just be like, I'm not interested in this and that. Like if you're not going to collaborate with me or just if you can't keep, leave your ego and your personal stories out of the, out of the window here, like I'm going to leave or I'm going to report this, or I'm going to ask my manager or my supervisor to change my stuff. Cause it's not happening. So yeah, speak your truth, assert yourself, put some boundaries up, whichever ones you need and keep your cool. Yeah. Okay, great. Awesome. Love that for you. Um, well, don't love that you you have to be around those people, but that seems like a very straightforward message. Um, great. Okay. So I'm going to put those, those cards in and back into the deck. Okay. So it's not going to be part of your spread if you want to look at it later, but because usually when I get to this part of the reading, I've pulled from two different tarot decks. Like, I feel like the, the reading is, like, done and I feel ready to do, like, a closing message. But then I wasn't feeling ready to do that with you. So I was like, oh, there's something else that needs to come through. Like, what is going on? Uh, so that was what, that what, that was what was going on. Jesus, don't you love English? Um, <laughs> so now, now I feel ready to pull you a closing message. <laughs> Feels more complete now. Okay, so what is one last closing, loving, comforting message from Aquarius' ancestors to them, to Aquarius here today? What would be a closing message here? I'm using the, what's it called? The Akashic Oracle. This is a very fun deck. It's a small deck from Etsy. And the cards are actually square. And there is a beautiful imagery full of color, very different on each card. It kind of looks like a painting, so that's what I'm suspecting that it was initially a painting, and then it got, you know, um, scanned for the cards, and there's a message behind each card. So if you want to look at them, as I said, go on my Instagram to watch your spread after listening to this. Um, okay, so... And you're probably hearing the freaking washing machine again. So let's get this done quickly. <laughs> okay, so I pulled you two cards here. And that's going to be that. So let's just see what is the message behind them. Let's start with this one. This one has a lot of like... Um, it's like green and green and pink a lot. I mean, I can't describe all of it, but that's the vibe. The vibe. Sorry. Um, okay. The title is direction. Why did I just think of one direction? Okay, sorry. <laughs> oh, sweet soul, where oh were you? Where oh where are you going? That's what it's written. I swear. I promise. Paths open up in every direction, but which course will you take? Plant your staff firmly in the crossroads. Kneel down on the mother and pray. The road you seek will not be revealed by logic or guesswork. Your guidance comes from within. 
Oh my god, we've been talking about that. <laughs> Calm your senses and quiet your mind. Sit still until your body finds center and your thoughts dissipate. Seek in your soul for a sign, a key. Hold it firmly in your hand. Feel its shape. Open your eyes and rise to your feet. You know which way to go. Wow. Oh my god, that is so beautiful. I love that. And it's kind of similar thing, themes that we've talked about already, but greatly articulated. So I love that we got that card for you. And let's read your second one. Um, it said, Ancient Ones. The ancient ones sing to us in our dreams. Perhaps you have heard them calling. In the shadows, they whisper their stories, passing their wisdom on to those that stop and listen. They share tools for personal and planetary healing. The ancient ones are dancing, spirit bodies moving with the earth and swaying with the trees. They are calling you to joy, asking you to live in wonder and walk in peace. Hmm, beautiful. And ancient ones obviously makes me think a lot of ancestors, so... <laughs> There you go. Maybe your ancestors have been talking to you through your dreams. Pay attention to your dreams. Dreams also is something associated with Pisces. So there you go. Um, yeah, so that's it for your reading, Aquarius. I hope that you enjoyed. I hope that that was helpful and insightful. If it was, you can let me know by giving the podcast a five stars review. That really helps me out and helps more people find my podcast and my readings. If you think more people could benefit from this, then share it with the world <laughs> um you can if you'd like to let me know how this resonated you can always contact me via email rate me a little thing or by instagram dm i love connecting with you um and um follow the podcast for more you can check out my instagram and my youtube as well for more stuff from me if you'd like to tip me for this reading there's a link in the description of the episode thank you thank you um if you'd like to work with me one-on-one -on -one, either on this or something else i do tarot readings and i do channeled readings from deities i do astrology readings and i do life coaching as well so more details on what those offerings actually are and how to book them will be at another link in the description of the episode so check that out if you're interested but um i think i've said everything i wanted to say so be well take care of yourself love you your ancestors love you take care uh, be brave because you can do this right stay cool in your queen of pentacles energy watch nanny mcphee <laughs> i didn't forget <laughs> watch nanny mcphee <laughs> have a great one aquarius sending you a bunch of love and i will see you in the next one bye